drank my apple juice? Oh, y'all don't hear me? Huh? Huh? Who drank my goddamn apple juice? Oh, Terry. Stop cussing. This ain't deaf comedy jam. I put a big ass red. Terry, stop cussing. Who 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 who, who drank my goddamn apple juice? Oh. Who drank my goddamn coffee? All right, you guys, I know y'all been wondering where I've been. So in this episode, which is episode one of season two, I am going to be letting you guys know what's been going on with me, where I've been at, et cetera, et cetera, what to expect from the show and all that good stuff. Um, So to go ahead and start it off, first, I want to say that you know, with the whole pandemic going on, I do, you know, send my heart, my thoughts and prayers out to everybody who lost someone um, to COVID-19. So I'm going to go ahead and let you guys know that, yes, I did catch COVID. Um, by the time I r- realized or by the time I got my results back saying that, you know, I did have COVID-19, I was already like done with my two weeks of having it. Um, so basically what took place is I couldn't smell anything and I couldn't taste my food. Um, and at the same time, I also had a little pressure on my chest. And what I mean by pressure on my chest is, uh, have you ever coughed and it kind of hurt when you cough, like your chest hurt and it just feel like it's like I was short of breath, but not drastic. Like it was just like, you know, I was breathing hard just a little bit. Um, and then, like I said, I couldn't taste my food and I couldn't smell anything. And those were my only symptoms. Um, I wasn't really coughing. Um, I didn't have no fever, didn't experience no chills, like no flu-like symptoms, no anything. Those were my only three symptoms. The pressure on my chest, not being able to smell my food and not being able to taste anything. So with those symptoms, um, I thought it was just like my sinuses, you know, because keep in mind, 2019, I started, you know, experiencing allergies and sinus issues and things like that. So I'm thinking, you know, okay, it's just my sinuses, you know, because I'm like, why the fuck I can't smell anything? I can't taste nothing. What's going on? Now, mind you, the list of um, like things to alarming uh, symptoms to be concerned with as far as COVID. I, it, there was no, no smell, no taste on the list. So I'm looking at this list thinking, okay, so I supposed to have flu-like symptoms, you know, I supposed to be coughing, I supposed to be this, I supposed to be that. And, you know, no smell and no taste wasn't on the list at the time. Okay. So when I first realized I couldn't smell my food and I couldn't taste my food, I wasn't thinking, oh my God, I got COVID. I'm thinking, damn, I'm, you know, my sinuses is acting up. I can't smell. I can't taste. You know, I would even say, you know, hey, you know, y'all, I can't smell nothing. I can't taste nothing. What's going on? Everybody like, oh, you probably just got sinus issues, you know? So I wasn't alarmed at the time that, you know, hey, you have COVID. I wasn't really thinking that, you know, but then it's like, okay, it's been a week and a half. What's going on? So, you know, I went and got tested. Of course, you don't get your results right away. Um, and then by the time my two weeks was up, I still couldn't smell or couldn't taste anything. But the pressure was starting to kind of relieve itself. Um, I would say maybe three or four days after my two weeks was when I actually got my smell and my taste back. Now, mind you, had I known that it was COVID from the jump, you know, I wouldn't have 
continued on with my regular routine. You know, I would have quarantined myself and did all the necessary things that I needed to do to make sure that I didn't infect anybody else. But at the same time, it's no smell and no taste. Like, I was able to, you know, continue on with my life or with my daily routine, you know, with no issues. So I wasn't thinking, oh, my God, I got COVID. But it's like once the test came back positive, you know, once I got that phone call, I was like, okay, listen, shut it all down, you know, spray the house, make sure the kids are washing their hands. Like I just had to do all the necessary things that I needed to do to make sure that even if I did have some germs, from when I did have it, you know, laying around my house or anywhere, let me go ahead and try to get those germs cleaned up and get them out. Like you, you just think, Oh my God, I don't want nobody else to catch this, you know? Um, so yeah, that happened. So on top of catching COVID with the pandemic, not being able to kind of, you know, enjoy the outside, my workload increased at my job. So being that I am an essential worker, you know, I was working and making, I was, you know, working almost 50, 55, sometimes 60 hours a week um, due to where I work at, the type of work that we do. You know, I work with a, a shipping company, so we had an increase on medical supplies. So we was required to work, you know, a little bit more hours. Um, and then on top of that, I'm in the process of buying my first house. Um, so if you've ever bought a house, then you know how stressful that can be. It's very time consuming. In my case, it was very time consuming because on top of working, on top of, you know, having to get my kids situated because they are out of school, you know, and on top of everything that I'm dealing with, I still got to meet with my realtor to see this house, meet with the realtor to see that house, keep in contact with my lender, you know, sending all my paperwork, my, my, um, account information. Like they just require a lot of information from me, my check stubs, everything to verify so you know on top of everything I, it's like every time I turned around I just had something going on something going on and even though you know I do love my podcast and I see my podcast going places um it was just something that I just had to kind of put on a back burner for now so now you know with everything kind of you know going back to normal a little bit I'm still in the process of buying a house um which I'll talk to y'all guys more about um, I'm perfectly healthy now. I don't have COVID anymore. Um, even before I caught COVID, I was always the type to keep hand sanitizer, wash my hands, don't sit on public toilet seats, you know, not big on touching doorknobs, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so, you know, I'm just keeping up those habits as well as, you know, being mindful that, hey, wear your face mask when you leave out and go into stores, et cetera. So, um, but on top of that, um, my workload has kind of is is not necessarily decreasing, but I'm not I, I'm not required to work as much. So now that I'm not required to work as much, and I changed my work schedule, I have a little bit more free time to where I can kind of jump back into podcasting and doing you know some of the things that I love. Um, but yeah, let me talk to y'all a little bit about home ownership um, because it's a even though it's a lot. Um, I strive to see more of my people purchasing homes in the future. So, um, back in January, like first, the first of the year, I had already made it a a resolution that, you know, Hey, I want to be a homeowner, but at the same time, I'm a single mother of four kids. So in the back of my mind, I'm really thinking like, yo, 
I work for a shipping company. I don't make no whole lot of money. It's not nowhere near possible for me to buy a house. Um, but whatever the case may be, I kind of stepped out on faith and faith and reached out to a lender. Um, and, you know, my credit was where it needed to be. You know, the lender just let me know, hey, you need to show proof that you got a certain amount of money in the bank and we need proof of income. And then, you know, we can go ahead and start the process. So um, at the time, I did have money in the bank, um, but also my workload was increasing. So I was able to start saving a little bit more money as well. Um, but I had money in the bank. Um, I've been saving money as well. And of course, I got proof of income because I have a job. Um, so this was before COVID even, you know, even happened or even this was back in January. So I would say before this was, I would say before, uh, COVID really broke out was when I had started the home ownership process. Um, and so what happened was, so in, once you get approved, Okay, you go shopping for a house. So I was finding these houses, you know, I may like this one, but I don't like that one. And then, um, so what had happened was I found a house. Oh my God, it was like the perfect house for me at the time. It was the perfect house. I thought everything about the house was dope. Had a really big backyard, pecan tree in the backyard. Um, I had a bunch of space for me. The children were like, we were all would have been comfortable cute little kitchen, nice little living room, dining room, etc. Like everything was just really really cute with the house, okay? Um the owners of the house was not willing to let the house go for the amount that I was willing to pay for it. And then next thing you know, somebody else came in and bought the house. All right. So a couple weeks down the line, then here comes COVID. So all the lenders that were lending money to people was like, "Hey, because of COVID, you guys need to have this credit score. I'm not working with nobody with this, with less than this. Um, so I can go out and I'm going to go ahead and let y'all know my credit score was like a 636. Um, the lenders basically said, if you don't have a 640, we're not lending to you. All right, bet. So once my lender told me that, I went out and I just took them. I took some of the money that I had saved up and started working on my credit. Um, I ba I don't have a whole lot on my credit besides my student loans and like a couple medical bills or, you know, credit card bills. Um, so what I did was I just took some of the money that I had saved up and went ahead and just paid all that stuff off that boosted my credit tremendously. Um, and then on top of that, I went with my bank and got a secure credit card. So it, I basically gave my bank a certain amount of money to put towards a credit card. I spend that money and I pay it back. You know, that's how that works. Um, so that boosted my credit. So I would say maybe around April, so this probably happened like late February, um, early March. So I would say I did all of that. Then April came and I went and I reapplied with a different lender. So I ended up boosting my credit score from a 636 to a 685. Um, and I was went ahead and got approved for even more, for, for an even higher amount that I was approved for from the beginning. Um, so now that I'm pre um, I'm approved with a new lender. Um, so now I'm back at square one with, you know, shopping for a house and you don't realize how picky you are until you look at a lot of the things that you've kind of passed up. So let me just tell y'all the type, the house, let me tell y'all what I want in a house. 
Um, I definitely want a dining room because I want me and my children to be able to sit down at a table and enjoy dinner together. That's something that we don't do. Like I'll feed them and then when they finish eating, then I'll kind of, you know, sit down and eat my food or I may go in my room and eat my food and I don't want that anymore. I want us to all sit at the table and eat together. Um, so I want a dining room. And I want two bathrooms. I want the kids to have their own bathroom. And then I want to have my own private bathroom and my master. So I want a master with a bathroom. Um, and I also wanted a walk-in closet. Now, um, on top of that, I would like to have a nice-sized backyard. If it comes with a deck, that would be perfect. Um, and then, um, what was else? Oh, and um, so I wanted my master bathroom to have a bathtub instead of a shower. So, you know, with with the house buying, just in general with homes that are being put on the market, a lot of them are new constructions. And a lot of these new constructions that were within my price range, and I'm talking about uh, $200,000 or less. So homes that were, th- that were in the $200,000 price range or less, all of the new new constructions that was within that price range were like eleven and twelve hundred square feet. I have four children, so it's five of us. That is not enough space. Like I would literally have to put my kids in bunk beds in their rooms. Like it's just not enough space. Um, and then on top of that, the houses that didn't did come with enough space were extremely old, and like they weren't up to date. So it was just like. I can get this, but I can't get that. I can get the space, but I won't have an up-to-date kitchen. Or um, I can get a really nice house, but it's over my budget. You know, so it was just a lot of little things that was keeping me. I was just being really, now that I look back at it, I was really just being picky. Because I've looked at some really nice houses, but because the laundry room you know wasn't a certain size or the master had a a shower instead of a bathtub you know I kind of passed them up so um right now I'm still in the process of looking for a home I'm still approved I still have my loan um and all of you know everything that comes with that I just need to find a house um so that's what I've that's what I'm dealing with now Um, but I just want everybody to know that like, listen, I'm a single mother of four. And when I say single mother, that means I'm raising my children by myself. I do not get any assistance. I have one, uh, one of my children's fathers, he does pay child support, but it's literally not a whole lot. Um, so besides that, you know, I raise my children on my own when it comes time for things to get done. When it comes to them, I make sure it gets done. Um, so I'm just letting, I just want to kind of put this motivational message out there to anybody who feels like a goal is not obtainable. Anything that you decide that you want to do, it can be obtainable. It can happen. You know, I never thought that I would be even in the process of buying a home yet alone, you know, at the point where I can, all I need to do is find a house and then I can go ahead and move into it. Um, if you're looking for resources, definitely contact the city that you're living in because all of these, these government, these government programs, like they have a lot of programs out there to help you. If you're in the North Carolina area, there's a a program called CPLP that'll give you $30,000 towards, 
um, your down payment for your house. Your your cities that you're living in, they have money to help with closing costs. If you already own a home and it's wore down or if you see a house that you want to kind of fix up, there is a loan out there that will give you the money to buy the house and fix it up. So... If you just feel like, oh, well, I don't have the money or I don't have the credit, like there is a way to get these resources to you to where you can make these things happen. Now, I'm not saying don't go to these credit repair companies. I'm not saying that I fixed my own credit. I'm not in the 700 club yet. I think right now my credit is like a 698. Like I'm still working on my credit, but Look at where I came from. I was at a 636 and within a matter of three, within a matter of what, four, maybe six months, I got it to a 698. And all I did was just pay off debt that I should have paid way when I, way when it, you know, came about, you know, so home ownership is obtainable. Like don't let nobody tell you different. If you want to buy a house, you can buy a house and you really don't even need a whole lot to buy a house. If you working, you, you already halfway there. You need income. You need a couple thousand dollars saved up. And really they just want you to have money saved up so that they know that, Hey, if this pandemic happened again and you get put out of work, you got a couple grand to sit on to pay your mortgage. If for whatever reason you may lose your job or whatnot, these like is the, it is obtainable, you guys. Like, this shit is obtainable. And it's crazy because once I realized home ownership was possible for me, that made me go even harder to start saving up more money and, you know, to do what I needed to do to get my credit together. Like, I cut out, you know, with the pandemic, I already wasn't able to really go out. So, the money that I would spend on going out, hanging out, I was able to save that. Um, I, I told myself, you know, hey, until you get to a certain amount of money saved up, you can't get your hair done. So I wasn't buying no weaves. I wasn't getting my hair done. Like I had set many challenges for myself so that I could obtain this goal. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I just want to kind of let y'all know what was going on with me and then to just put that message out there like, listen, if it's something that you want to do, don't let nobody stop you from doing it. Don't let nothing stop you from doing it. Y'all got to learn to manifest the life that you want. I told myself December 31st that I wanted to purchase a home and I be damned if this year I am not putting myself in a position to do so. These goals, goals that you set for yourself, they are obtainable. You just got to manifest the life that you want. That's all. You just got to manifest the life that you want. Like, real talk. Um. So, anyways, to get back on topic as far as what's going to be going on with the show, I am super excited to let you guys know that I have been working on the structure of my show and I have put together some segments that I think everybody is going to enjoy. So um, one of the segments, um, I have three segments that I'm going to be running uh, for the duration of my podcast, or at least for the duration of season two. Um, the first segment is going to be called The Coffee Shop. That's where I'm going to feature a black-owned business. Um, I'm not even necessarily requiring this particular business 
to pay me to kind of put the word out there. But I just kind of want to, I'm going to shop with a black-owned business and share my experience. Even if my experience is bad, I'm not going to down-talk the business because maybe they just had an off day. But I'm going to pick, I'm just going to randomly pick a black-owned business and that's going to be the business that I feature for this, for that week on my podcast. Um, I'm really trying to get into the whole shopping black Um, so I'm going to try my hardest to, uh, focus more of my money or put money, more of my money back, back into my community by shopping with these black owned businesses. So the coffee shop, which is the segment of, which is one of my segments is where I'm going to feature the black owned business that I shopped with for that week. I'm going to give you guys all the information you need as far as where the business is located, how to get in contact with whoever is in charge, you know, what I purchase, what they sell, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so that's one of the segments that I'm going to be, um, putting forth on the, on the podcast from this day forward. Um, the second segment is going to be called the juice box. Now the juice box is a real juicy segment. It's where I'm going to feature something sex related. So we're, we're either going to discuss a topic, a sex position. Um, it's just going to involve sex. Um, because I like to talk about sex. <laughs> so yeah, the juice box is going to be a sex related segment where we're going to just discuss any and everything, the good and bad about involving sex. Um, the last segment that I'm going to feature is basically, it's not even really a segment. It's more like an outro to the show. So it's going to be, it's called, um, it's called thought thoughts, but I'm thinking about changing the name of that, but whatever the case may be, thought thoughts is going to be my thoughts, um, for that week, as far as what's going on in the media, et cetera, et cetera. Now do not think that because I call it thought thoughts that. I'm a thought. That's not the case. I just thought that was a really cute name. Um, And it's going to be times where I let some of my guests give us the thought thought of the week as well. Now, um, y'all know how I feel about, I don't even know if I expressed this before, but I don't like getting on here talking to myself. I really don't. Like, I enjoy having guests on with me because I'm a debater. So I like being able to go back and forth. You know, not even necessarily in a negative way, but I just I just like the communication with other people. I like to communicate with other people, and I like bringing other people's opinions and views onto my uh, platform as well. So I'm definitely going to have more guests this season. Um, I try to get females because I have – it be so much masculinity, and I be trying to get more females. But it's like our schedules just do not – for some reason, dudes have more free time than women do. I don't think that's fair. So, fellas, I need y'all to get the kids and babysit the kids so homegirl can come and sit down and have a chat with me. Okay? <laughs> so, yes, we got the coffee shop, we got the juice box, and we got thought thoughts. Those are the three segments that I'm going to be running for the show. I also have a fourth segment called um, – I said what I said, which is basically going to be a rant, but I'm only going to bring that segment onto the show when there's something in the media or something going on that I just really have to voice my opinion on. So for example, um, this Candy Owens or Candace Owens and Cardi B going back and forth, I would do a, a I said what I said segment on that. Um, because for one, like the shit is just ridiculous. Like Candace really... 
you know, but we're not going to talk about that now. I'm just saying, like, that's so that's what that segment is going to be about. I said what I said. It's a rant segment where I'm going to basically get on here and just rant. Like, just let me rant. Let me tell y'all how I feel. Let me speak with, Let me speak my piece. You know, I said what I said, you know, because shit like that. Oh, I, that's what that's going to be about. I'm not even going to get into it too much. Um, so yes, that's basically what's been going on with me and why the show has been on hold. Um, I have so many ideas, um, wrote down in my little notebook that I plan on bringing to you guys. Um, I really enjoy podcasting. I enjoy talking. I enjoy listening. I enjoy, like, I just enjoy like this whole, this whole thing. Like, that's what I do. So it's something that I definitely want to put my all into. And I definitely want you guys to know that I am not going to continue to let such big gaps um, come in between my episodes. Even if I do have to get on this mic and talk by myself, I am going to bring you guys something, some type of content. I'm going to get y'all that. Um, So, yeah, like I said, just look forward to more episodes, more consistency from me. Um, Definitely look forward to these uh, segments that I got because they are going to be hilarious. They're going to be informative. Um, I'm definitely trying to help put black-owned businesses on the map. Um, so, yeah. Other than that, that's really what's been going on with me. Um, like I said, my thoughts and prayers are, you know, I'm reaching out to everybody who has either lost someone to COVID. Um, if you caught COVID and your case was just, you know, the worst of the worst, but you survived it, like my heart goes out to you. Um, as a victim of COVID, it is extremely scary. You know, like I said, when I did realize that I had COVID-19, I was already a week and a half in. But like, you know, once I realized, oh, shit, I can give it to my kids or I can give it to my mom or I can give it to, you know, one of my siblings or I can give it to anybody. You know, that shit really does. It just it really did do something to me because it's like. Even though I was already cleaning and wiping and hand sanitizer, like I was, it's like I was going overboard with it now. I had even got to the point where I had to close down my business because of the fear of infecting one of my clients. You know, for those of you who do not know, I am a licensed massage therapist in my area and I had my own massage office. Um, but I ended up closing my business because I was just that paranoid and that scared, you know, because a lot of my clients are older. And the last thing that I wanted was to pass on COVID to one of my clients. Like, that just would have killed me knowing that they caught COVID from me and then they may not have made it or their case may have been worse than anybody else's. You know, that just would have did something to my spirit and that's not something I was really ready to handle. So I went ahead and closed my office and I've just made the decision that I'm going to continue to keep my office closed for the rest of 2020 and then hopefully... 2021 comes I can reopen and kind of just get the ball rolling again with that um so yeah you know just y'all stay safe out there you know remember to wear your uh, face mask you know keep your hands sanitized washed and cleaned and everything just be mindful of the distancing that you are keeping between you and the next person um because we we do a lot of joking around about COVID but it's it's really real it's really real I've experienced it myself. I know several others who've experienced it. So y'all just definitely be safe out there. Um, Peace and love with all of me. I promise y'all I'm going to do better about being consistent. And yeah, that's all I got for y'all. So y'all definitely just stay safe and just look forward to to the next episode. Bye.
As always, we want to thank you for listening to the Coffee and Apple Juice podcast. Please continue to support by listening to our podcast on Apple iTunes, Google Play, and Podbean. If you would like to connect with us, our social medias are Facebook and Instagram at Coffee Apple Juice. If you would like to keep the conversation going, join our group chat. The link is in the description. If you would like to connect with us, need advice, have some questions, or to just say hi, feel free to email us at coffeeapplejuice at gmail.com. Once again, thanks for listening, and until next time. DJ Rosé.